Hello, I'm Ella. My name is Cherie. I'm Melissa. And we are here to watch and react to the popular NBC show Once Upon a Time. So buckle up and we will get started. This week we are watching Season 1, Episode 4, The Price of Gold. Rumpelstiltskin. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we're going to see some of him for, for real. Oh. Yeah. We opened to three gaudily dressed women climbing into a carriage while another woman is dressed in rags, sweeping the courtyard like she hasn't held a broom in her life. The carriage rides off and the young woman gazes longingly at the castle at a distant hilltop with fire for fireworks going off around it. Suddenly, a gold fairy flies in and tells her that she's going to help her get to the ball. As she's in the middle of telling Ella how she's going to change her life, the gold fairy disappears in a cloud of smoke, dropping her wand. Well, that was rude. <laughs> Rumpelstiltskin shows up, picking up the wand, and tells Ella that all magic comes with a price, and that he helped her by killing the gold fairy. He reminds me of a drug dealer that's like, you can't handle it, and then you're like, yeah. oh yeah, I want it more. <laughs> that's... Actually, they they make an illusion a lot about how magic is basically it's a stand-in for an addictive drug. Oh, absolutely. I oh. can totally imagine that that would be just like a drug. Yeah. Yeah. He tells her that if she hates her life so much, she can change it herself. She begs him to help her escape her wretched life and tells him she'll do anything, and he agrees. He asks for something precious in return, but doesn't specify. Ella signs the contract, and he gives her a new dress and shoes. No, thank you. All these fairy tale characters always sign and never look at the details. To be fair, she's probably illiterate. True. <laughs> well, someone's going to have to tell me what's going on, because I'm not signing nothing until I know. Yeah, fair. <laughs> right? This would be uncomfortable as hell. First off, I don't like heels, but second of all, glass shoes? Seriously? There would be absolutely no traction. No! Blisters? No give, no traction, no. No, thank you. They'd be broke. I'd... Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. You accidentally step down too hard, you have just broken your shoe. And your ankle. Mm-hmm. Back in Storybrooke, Emma is walking Henry to the school bus, and Henry asks if they should have code names, and Emma says he can just call her Emma. Graham shows up. What did I do now? And thanks her for her help finding David. I want to know what fairy tale character runs that Greek restaurant over there. Amen. And I want to visit it. Same. He offers her a job as his deputy, handing her a card and asking her to think about it. Later at Granny's, Regina sits down with her, stating that she's no longer worried about Emma, claiming to have looked into her history. I would have made a snide comment about having a crystal ball or some shit. <laughs> and that Emma doesn't have any roots. She asks Emma to think about what's best for Henry and to consider a clean break before she hurts him. That's rich coming from her. She leaves, and Emma spills her cocoa on her shirt. Ruby offers her a towel, and Emma asks if she can use their laundry room. I love how there's just a random laundry Well, it's the B&B. &B. Oh, I didn't realize they were in the B&B. &B. Well, it's the diner and B&B &B are, like, right next to each other, so... And okay. Granny and Ruby run both 
at you. In the laundry room, she meets Ashley, the maid at the B&B, who is very pregnant. Oh, oh, look at her belly. Can you imagine being like nine months pregnant for 28 years? I can't speak for experience, but um, no thanks. Uh-uh. Ashley tells her that no one thinks she can take care of the baby because she's so young, and Emma tells her that it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks and that it's up to her to make the choice. Later that night, Mr. Gold is leaving his shop, and we see Ashley creeping along the side of the building. She uses a brick to break into the shop, and she's looking for something. Oh. <laughs> Those creepy dolls. Ugh. Mr. Gold comes back in, and she pepper sprays him, stealing his keys and grabbing something from his safe. The next day at the mayor's house, Regina is getting ready to leave for her city council meeting, and Henry tells her that he'll stay inside. After she leaves, he grabs his backpack and runs out the door. At Mary Margaret's, Emma is unpacking her things when Mr. Gold knocks on the door. I'd be like, damn it, this is my house. I'm finishing my breakfast. Right? He asks Emma for help looking for Ashley, claiming that she took something valuable of his. He says he didn't go to the police because he doesn't want to ruin her life. He just wants his property returned. Emma agrees to help for Ashley's sake, and Henry barges in. He asks if Emma knows who Mr. Gold is because he's still trying to figure it out. She owns a lot of leather jackets. Mm -hmm. Henry tries to help her look for Ashley, and they argue for a moment before Henry, of course, gets what he wants. <laughs> Emotional manipulation. <laughs> Back in the Enchanted Forest, we see Ella on the balcony at her and Thomas's wedding. That's one benefit to getting married as you're older. People are not like, well, when are you going to have a baby? During the dance portion of the wedding, Brumblestillskin shows up and asking if Ella is happy with her end of the bargain. She says she is and asks what he wants in return, and he tells her he wants her firstborn. A while later, we see Ella packing hurriedly when Thomas walks in. She tells him she's pregnant and explains how she made the deal with Rumpelstiltskin. He, he tells her they'll just have to make a new deal. In the search for Ashley... They're so clever with the cursed names. Yeah. Cinder, Ella, Ashley. Hmm. I love it. Hmm. Emma and Henry talk to Ruby, who tells her that Ashley and the baby's father split right, right after she told him she was pregnant. They go to see him, and Sean's father walks up right as Emma is explaining everything. Emma tells Sean to think for himself, and we find out that his dad was the one who helped broker the deal between Ashley and Mr. Gold to give the baby up for adoption in exchange for financial compensation. As they're driving to find her, Henry tells Emma that it's a bad idea to break a deal with Mr. Gold and that it won't end well. Emma counters that she's happy to be the first and that anyone who wants to be a mother should be allowed to be one. Back at Granny's, Emma finds out that Ruby gave Ashley her car about half an hour before and Emma and Henry leave to find her. Back in the Enchanted Forest, Grumpy is leading Charming, Ella, and Thomas to their cell where they'll keep Rumpel imprisoned. They lay out the plan to Ella. She's going to change the terms of the deal, tell him that Doc heard two heartbeats, and that she'll give both twins to Rumpelstiltskin. The quill she's going to give him to sign the contract was enchanted by the Blue Fairy and will render any who sign with it unable to use magic. Ella questions them using magic a second time, asking if it will also have a price, and Thomas says he'll pay it if it keeps Ella and the baby safe. Emma and Henry see Ruby's car on the side of the road and find Ashley in the ditch in labor. 
Henry's about to get a crash course in female anatomy and sex. <laughs> and Regina love that. On the drive to the hospital, Emma tells Ashley that she won't let Gold take the baby as long as Ashley is ready to take the responsibility of being a mother. Ashley replies that she wants her baby. In the Enchanted Forest, Ella is waiting for Rumpelstiltskin. I want to know what he does with the children. Does he, like, eat them or something? Yeah, I want to know, too. Like, does anybody know? I don't. <laughs> she tells him she's having twins and that she'll give up both babies in exchange for fertile land and abundance for their kingdom. Rumpelstiltskin tells her that the only way to stop him is through magic and that all magic comes with a price. He signs the contract and is immediately frozen. He promises that no matter what land she's in, he will have that baby. It's so creepy right there. <laughs> yeah. In the hospital waiting room, Henry tells Emma that she's the only one with the ability to leave. A doctor comes in to tell them that both the baby and Ashley are doing fine, and Gold comes in waiting to collect his merchandise. As Charming and Grumpy are locking Rumpelstiltskin in the prison coach, Ella and Thomas are standing off to the side. Ella asks if it's really over, and Thomas replies that as long as he is alive, she will never go back to the life she had before. Ella feels something wrong with the baby, and Thomas goes to fetch some water from the well. After the contraction passes, she goes to find him at the well and finds his cloak, but not Thomas. She goes to the prison coach and asks Rumpelstiltskin what he did, and he claims to have done nothing, but that all magic comes with a price, and Thomas just paid it. At the hospital, Emma offers to make a deal with Gold for Ashley to keep the baby in exchange for Emma owing him a favor. Emma and Henry go to see Ashley and tell her she can keep the baby. My first thought when I saw the baby was that she actually looks like a baby that was just born. Yeah. Instead, Instead of like, like a four-month-old. Four yeah. <laughs> like, because she's still kind of got the, like, funny shaped yeah. head. Emma sees that it's almost five and they hurry to get Henry home. We then see Regina getting ready after her council meeting in the B&B, &B, telling the other person that Henry's expecting her home and that they left their socks under the bed. Emma tells Henry her codename could be Pumpkin in honor of Cinderella, and Henry says that he has a better one, but that she might not be ready for it yet. Mom. <laughs> As Henry is running up the steps, Emma tells him she'll see him tomorrow. As he's running up the stairs inside right before Regina opens the door, he loses one of his shoes. Very Cinderella-ish. Mm -hmm. How do you not realize you don't have a shoe? <laughs> right? He grabs a book and acts like he's been reading it as Regina comes into his room, telling him not to leave his shoes lying around on the stairs. Oh, damn. <laughs> At the hospital, we see Sean come to see Ashley and the baby. I would not be so... Yeah. Loving. Mm -hmm. Emma calls Graham to accept the deputy job, and we see him reach down and grab his socks from under the bed at the B&B, &B, showing that he was who Regina was meeting. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll be right back to discuss the episode, but first, let's take a quick break. <laughs> Well, <laughs> your laugh, love it. I wasn't expecting that. I'm not often surprised, but that was not on my list of <laughs> things I thought. 
What the the oh. beautiful abs or just <laughs> the mayor? You know, no, and the no. sheriff. No, no, mm -mm. they they messed up. We gotta go back a few seasons, rewrite this shit. <laughs> mm -hmm. My my guess, uh, and of course I don't remember a lot of what I watched before, but I'm guessing like she has something over him or something. I don't know. Well, it has like, to be, you something. know. Oh uh, yeah, because that one. Because I mean, she's beautiful. Right? Don't get me wrong, but like, no. She's she's like she's just a terrible person. Yes. Yeah, I wouldn't want to sleep with her. I'd be afraid, like, she'd murder me in my sleep. Give me a know? poison apple. Shit. Poison my porridge. <laughs> poison something else. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm just enjoying all of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> I just, one thing that I wanted to say about earlier, but I didn't want to interrupt the moment, was I absolutely love every time Rumple and Emma, or Gold and Emma, are interacting. Because, like, Regina wants to be able to contend with him. Mm -hmm. Like word wise, but she and can't intellectually. But Emma is his. Emma is his prodigy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like he he can see, like uh, Rumple and uh, Regina like are on the same level as far as um, control and power desire for those things yeah and then, but emma i think they sense a power in her that's more um selfless mm -hmm. like she's it, it's not for her it's for the people around her but like even, you know? even like just i i just love them <laughs> it's just like let me let me take you under my wing young child yeah. <laughs> but without making it obvious that I'm taking you under my wing. Right. <sighs> I love Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> Any other thoughts? I love how Emma's kind of like, okay, she's like made up her mind she's staying. And especially in this episode, I think mm -hmm. she realizes that um, if she could go back, she wouldn't have given up Henry, but she also knows that, um, like, like she was telling Ashley, like, once she wasn't you make ready. the decision, you have to stay. You can't yeah. just, like, you know. Yeah, she was not ready so, yet. No. But, but she, I think she's realizing now that she is ready to be a mom, and mm -hmm. she sees that her kid is being raised by a monster. Yeah. And she's like, okay, I need to stay here and make sure that he is safe and taken care of and loved. You know? Yeah. 
Yeah, I absolutely love the fact she's putting down some roots. She's going to be mm-hmm. there. Any uh, fun facts on this episode? Yeah. Um, and this is something I did not notice, and it makes me want to go back and like look at it. But in uh, Gold's shop, mm-hmm. there are two objects that are hidden from Emma's childhood. The, the unicorn, the mobile. Yes, the unicorn mobile. And also, there is a purple and white baby blanket that she was found in um, from the pilot, visible in a suitcase behind her as she unpacks boxes. Oh, yeah. I yeah. thought I thought you meant in Gold Shop, and I was just I, like, yeah. what? Yeah, I, they don't, the, the trivia doesn't, like, divide that up. Yeah, I was well. like, out of the 15 times I've seen this episode, I never noticed that. Yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah. yeah. And, in the loft, yeah, yeah, and then, then of course, like other trivia's the the little wolf glass wolf in yeah. Ruby's car, which that seems like pretty blatant to me with the red and granny, yeah. and you know, and the the rest of the trivia was just like what you said about the name Ash, Cinder, yeah, and then Henry losing his shoe. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff like that. So, um, the, you remember, like, when we were talking in the first episode, some of the trivia talks about the title card having, like, Oh, I forgot to it. mention that. Yeah. This one was um, the fairy godmother mm-hmm. is in the title card on this one. But that's all the trivia on this one, so. So, special guests in this one. Ashley or Cinderella is Jesse Schramm. Yeah, I uh, last night uh, was over at a friend's house and they were watching Chicago Med. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that girl looks familiar to me. And now looking through her IMDb credits, she's on Chicago Med. Yeah, so Dr. that's where Hannah I knew her Asher. from. Yeah. A lot of Hallmark, Hallmark movies. movies. Yes. <laughs> yep. Um, I feel like there was another thing that I knew her from. She was on Falling Skies. Yes, that was and Nashville. Yeah. Oh, Lizzie Borden Chronicles. Yeah, those are the only things that I really recognized her from that I'd seen. So and of course I've probably seen her on like a dozen of those Hallmark yeah. movies when I stop by people's houses and that's all they have on, like my my mother in law. <laughs> She watches yeah. Hallmark all the time. Oh, she was also on House for one episode. And then there was a lot of stuff. It looks like she was just like on one episode, yeah. stuff like that. So well, she was on Drake and Josh for an episode. Apparently, okay, so this is like going way back. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was on Medium. Oh. Uh, she played the uh the younger version of the main character played by Patricia Arquette hmm. which uh, that's like really going back cuz like i was not real old when that show was on and i'm yeah. the oldest of us so uh tim phillips or prince thomas or sean i was looking uh, through his and it, it i nothing like jumped out at me for him neighbors is that the is that the movie with um well he's Australian, so that might be an Australian Oh thing. yeah, okay. Cause uh yeah, it was an Australian soap opera. 
Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. I didn't like, I didn't know to like recognize a lot of it. So I have um, a feeling that a lot of these are Australian things. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, there was a, there was a show on the CW called the secret circle, which I did watch. Um, that? I, yeah. Apparently. Yes. So. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I watched it on Netflix. That was part of yes. my pre uh pre college when I first moved up to Campbellsville before I moved into the dorm that was mm-hmm. in my bench. <laughs> yeah. Um I read the books that that's based on like when I was a teenager, like long long time ago. They were actually like one of my favorite book series. But I mean I didn't know him from that because you know obviously I didn't like remember like the characters and stuff from that so yeah and then the king or sean's dad is ted whittle no idea if i said that right oh he was in the new fahrenheit 451 Um, suicide squad beauty and the beast the show like the long 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 time ago one or the remake the 2013 okay haven't watched that. He it looks like he's been in like quite a bit of stuff. Uh, a lot of one episode stuff. But I mean, I didn't like straight up recognize him though. So that's that. Y'all got any more thoughts on that one? I I like this episode. I think just because of the the character developments of Emma. You got any thoughts, Sheree? I've spent more thoughts worried about my internet. I really did. <laughs> I, I love the episode, though. Like, I'm actually really getting into it. I love watching all good. of the things develop. Good, good, good. good. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was in your master plan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I must get all of my friends into all of the things that I am into. <laughs> well, then you'll endlessly have stuff to talk about. Exactly. That's true. I mean, that's that's how Elizabeth, I mean, obviously Elizabeth and I went to church together, but then we soon discovered that we love the same genre of books and, you know, stuff like that, cooking, food, you know, so here we are doing a fan cast. <laughs> Don't we all? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Time is property of Disney. Our intro and outro music can be found on Anchor FM. The intro is the trestle and the outro is Balti. All fun facts and other information can be found on the episode specific pages on imdb.com. Join us next week as we continue our watch through with season one, episode five, That Still Small Voice. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time.